Welcome to Citizens Climate University, a weekly webinar program of Citizens Climate Lobby that provides CCL supporters with access to in-depth training opportunities on topics relating to climate change and effective climate advocacy. Tonight's topic is Help Your Chapter Take Action with CCL's Policy Agenda. I'm your host, Todd Elburn, CCL's National Actions Director, and thank you for joining us. You learned about CCL's policy agenda at our December conference, and now it's time to select the policies that you will advocate and decide how you will take action. The core of the CCU will be on how to use our take action worksheet to guide a chapter discussion and determine which policies are most relevant to your team and plan your next steps. CCL's membership and field development director, Ellie Sparks, will also join us to tell us about a new resource that and help you build structure in your chapter to do this work. So as the San Diego, San Diego folks here know, I'm a surfer and I'm not scared of sharks, but I'm definitely afraid of jellyfish. In the year 2010, I was learning about climate change and I learned that the oceans were getting more acidic and jellyfish thrive in an acidic ocean. I felt hopeless. I was going to have to give up surfing, which is a very important part of my life. I joined CCL in 2012 and felt empowered. And working with CCL is the most worthwhile and effective work I've, I've ever done, and I'm still surfing every day. This CCO will have been a success if at the end, you're familiar with CCL's policy agenda, you know how to use our new Take Action Worksheet to swim in, swing into action, and you've learned about a new resource for defining leadership roles in your chapter. So here's our agenda for this training. We're going to start by quickly going over policies uh, at CCL's policy agenda. And then we're going to talk about using the take action worksheet. Then we'll have some question and answer. Then we'll have a visit from Ellie Sparks to tell us about a new volunteer leadership role description resource. And then we'll do some more Q&A. At our December conference, you learned that the policies in our policy agenda are effective in reducing net emissions and building bridges both in Congress and in our communities. Now it's time for your chapter to select the policies you will advocate, decide which levers you will pull for each policy you select, and then jumpstart your advocacy work. I'm personally excited to advocate building electrification because I'm electrifying my own home here in San Diego. Since we don't expect your chapter to work on all four policies, we've created a new take action worksheet that gives you a process for identifying the policies that are the best fit for your chapter. Be sure to allocate time during your next chapter meeting agenda to complete as much of the worksheet as you can and assign research tasks for gathering more information. Unless you're able to be in four places at one time, you saw only one of the four policy breakouts at our December conference. You can find recordings and slides for each of the four conference policy sessions at cclusa.org presentations. I'll put that here in the chat. <clears throat> and be sure to watch Dana Nucitelli's session introducing the policy agenda as a whole. It's terrific. Okay, let's shift gears and talk about our new Take Action Worksheet, which is a new resource to help you and your chapter make a plan to advocate one, two, three, or all of the four policies in our policy agenda. So where can you find the worksheet? 
Our new take action worksheet is included in CCL's December action sheet, which went live on CCL community on December 2nd. As usual, you can get your own copy of the December action sheet at cclusa.org slash action sheet. And it was also sent in an email to all group leaders on December 6th after the group leader call. I just put that action sheet link in the chat as well. And here's the link for the uh, slides and videos from the conference. You may notice some cool new design improvements in the monthly action sheet as well. You can also find the worksheet on CCL community at this link that I'm going to paste into the chat. Our new take action worksheet is two pages. On page one, there's a discussion section with three questions that will help your chapter have an effective discussion about the four policies and select the ones that your chapter will work on in 2023. The questions are, what policies are folks personally excited about? Which policies are most relevant and applicable to your community or state? And which policies are most likely to be important to your member of Congress? During your discussion, also consider what other local organizations are doing and how their work might fit into your planning. If you find that you need more details on the policies, you can watch the recordings of the policy breakouts from, early, from uh, the conference and refer to CCL Community's policy agenda training page that is linked from the worksheet. Your discussion may reveal that you need to gather more information, so be sure to make a list of what you need to find out and who's going to do each research task. Page two is the actual worksheet, so make a copy of page two for each policy you will advocate. The worksheet includes a section for you to fill in the members of your policy team, how they will learn about the policy, their plan for setting goals and making a work schedule, their plan for identifying potential local allies, and which levers of political will they plan to pull. Be sure that chapter members leave your meeting with a personal and immediate next step based on what is most interesting to them. Next steps might include research into needs, activities, potential allies, and resources in your locale. Then reconvene in December or early January to share research results and start advocating for the policies you selected. There's information on page one of the worksheet that suggests how to work to advocate each of the policies. In general, you can pull all five levers for each policy, but you'll probably focus on a few levers and think of new creative ways to pull them. So let's go into some more detail now on how to pull the levers for each policy. Our general approach for carbon pricing is to advocate for a carbon fee and dividend with a carbon border adjustment mechanism to lower emissions and deliver abundant and affordable clean energy to Americans. Your chapter can start to promote carbon pricing in four ways. Focusing on CFD carbon cashback with grassroots outreach, working with members of Congress who are interested in carbon border adjustment mechanisms, advocating bills in the 118th Congress, including possibly a newly introduced Energy Innovation and Carbon Dividend Act, and finally, getting endorsements for carbon fee and dividend and carbon pricing like we have in the past. 
Our general approach to healthy forests is to support preserving and expanding forests and climate-smart forestry, as well as advocating for increased urban forests with a focus on neighborhoods that are negatively impacted from a lack of tree equity. Your chapter can effectively advocate for healthy forests at the city, county, state, and federal level. Start by discovering what local organizations exist in your vicinity that are focused on forests, including urban forests, and then make a plan to work with them directly. This can include being part of a tree planting or trail cleanup event, which can be a great way to build relationships and recruit new members. Also plan to lobby for federal bills that CCL identifies as a priority. Our main approach for building electrification and efficiency is to educate the public and elected officials on the importance of electrification and efficiency and how they can accelerate the transition to clean energy buildings with attention to supporting low and middle income households in that transition. For building electrification and efficiency, your chapter can help people and organizations in your vicinity to advocate for fair and equitable building electrification and efficiency policies locally and in Congress. And second, educate the public and elected officials on the importance of efficiency and electrification and how they can accelerate the transition to clean energy buildings with attention to supporting low and middle income households in that transition. One good approach here may be collaborating with complementary local organizations that are focused on building electrification and efficiency. Our approach to clean energy permitting reform is to increase America's capacity to transmit clean energy and speed up the approval of clean energy projects while preserving communities' ability to give input. For clean energy permitting reform, the focus will be on Congress. CCL will provide detailed guidance here as clean energy permitting reform bills are introduced. Be sure to include lobbying in your worksheet and pull other levels levers when you feel it's locally useful. Let's look at a completed worksheet to see how your chapter might quickly fill in what you know, then do some research and fill in more answers later. I filled in this worksheet by hand with a blue pen. There are three things to notice here. First, I wrote at the top that this is my worksheet for building electrification. My chapter will fill out separate worksheets for other policies. Second, I was able to fill in a preliminary answer for all the questions in just 10 minutes, but I'm planning to do research with my teammates next week to fill in more details. Third, the first six questions got me thinking about who's on the team, how will they learn about the policy, how will we set goals, and what are some potential local ally organizations? Then I filled in how we plan to pull the five levers of political will for electrification. All right, now we're going to go uh, take a look at a new resource that your chapter can use to build the capacity and structure to take on all of this policy work. This resource is a tool for defining leadership roles in your chapter. So let's watch this video from Ellie Sparks, CCL's Director of Membership and Field Development, describing the resource. Role descriptions and email templates, tools to help you fill empty roles in your chapter. 
I am Ellie Sparks, Director of Membership and Field Development. Welcome to our CCL short video in which we will cover what tools you can use to fill empty roles in your chapter, how to use these tools for best effect, and where to find these tools. On CCL Community, you have two tools at your disposal, role descriptions and email templates. Let's explore role descriptions first. We now have a list of role descriptions for every role in a chapter. The role descriptions follow a basic formula, starting with the name of the position, for example, endorsement seeker. The role description will indicate who you get to work with in this particular role. An endorsement seeker works with other CCL volunteers. We will tell you what you're going to do in general. Endorsement seekers reach out to local leaders. And we give you some examples of specific tasks associated with the position. We aren't going to list all of the tasks for the position, just a few top examples. We give you an estimate of how many hours the position takes. We tell you the name of the people or person who can help support you in this position. Usually it's a CCL staff member. Sometimes it's a volunteer who leads an action team or a state or regional coordinator or a group leader. We give you a link to the page on CCL Community where you can get training to get started. Lastly, we tell you what role you could advance to once you develop your proficiency in this particular role. This references the three Ps, play, purpose, and potential, the motivating factors for people doing any kind of work. Am I having fun? Am I making a difference? What might I do next? Let's have fun volunteering. We have boatloads of purpose with CCL, and keep in mind that at CCL, we have lots of room for advancement. So there you have it, one example of a role description. When you pitch this role to your chapter volunteers, you can share the role description with them to give them an idea of the commitment. When you think about your volunteers, what skills and talents they have, you can match roles with volunteers and then ask them one-on-one -on -one to consider stepping up. When you onboard new volunteers, you can let them know about open roles in your chapter. It might be they could see themselves filling a particular role. That was an example of a role description. Let's move along to email templates. Here's an example of an email template for the role of endorsement seeker. I'm going to read this to you and you can read along with me. After we read together, I will point out the key elements of the email and I will tell you the most important secret success ingredient. If you follow the principles in this email and send it exactly as I describe, you may likely get results that other group leaders, state coordinators, and regional coordinators have gotten when using this strategy. Let's read the email now. Seeking a CCL Grasstops volunteer is the email subject line. Dear CCL friends, an immediate and short-term volunteer opportunity has opened up for our city. This is a way to try your hand at working directly with the team of CCL volunteers who are reaching out to community leaders, specifically to join a team of CCL volunteers in meetings with locally respected leaders, introduce the leaders to our work, and ask for their support. If you would be willing to serve in this capacity over the next several months or so, please let me know by end of day, and then you mention a day of the week, if you've never done this before, Sabrina Butcher, CCL's Action and Endorsement Coordinator, will walk you through the process and provide support. Please consider volunteering with gratitude, and then you sign. 
First of all, let me tell you about Jean Rytok, the group leader who sent a nearly identical email out to her roster of 1,000 people. Jean was looking for a liaison and sent the email to everyone on her roster, regardless of their activity in the chapter. 996 people did not respond or outright declined, but four people did reply to Jean, expressing their interest in becoming a liaison. Three of those people had never done anything with the chapter before, sitting on the sidelines, receiving chapter newsletters or meeting announcements, but never coming to a meeting and not helping with a thing up to that point. Three sideline sitters stepped up to help. Had Jean only sent the email to her active volunteers, she would have missed giving those sideline sitters a chance to step up. I've just given you a key to success. I'm going to tell you this again at the end because doing the opposite will bring you great disappointment. Now let's look at the key elements of the actual email itself. First, you will notice that we do our very best to avoid CCL jargon. Instead, use more common words to describe tasks. Endorsement seeker becomes grass tops volunteer. Potential endorser becomes community leaders or locally respected leaders. So in these emails, avoid CCL lingo. Next, you will see several key elements in the email. Let's look at those one at a time. The email conveys a sense of time sensitivity. You need help now. If they dawdle thinking about the opportunity, they may just miss this great chance to make a difference. Acting quickly by emailing you before the end of the week will put them high on your list of possible candidates. This sense of urgency allows people to respond to their heart, which is telling them to take action before their mind gets in the way with all of the reasons to sit this out. The email conveys a sense of urgency about the opportunity, not about climate change. They already know climate change is urgent. You just want them to take action rather than dawdle. The email also lets folks know that they can volunteer for this role, even if they've never done anything like it before. Try your hand at, we offer. If you've never done this before, we say again very directly. This language clearly conveys that we welcome first timers to this role. We are also super clear in the email about the fact that they will become part of a team. They don't have to do this alone and we will train them. Someone with a very official sounding title will walk them through the process and provide support. So many of us come to CCL having felt alone in our communities, wondering where the other like-minded people are why don't my friends care about climate change? What can I really do all on my own to make a difference? I'm not a scientist or an organizer, and I can't imagine learning what I need to learn to solve this problem. This email says, don't worry about all of that. Our experts will train you, and you will meet and work with others who care deeply about climate change. Teamwork and training, that's what we will provide you if you step up for this volunteer role. If you see someone referenced as the trainer in a particular email, you can rest assured that we have confirmed their willingness to be mentioned in your emails. What other gems are hidden in the structure of this email? We give three examples of tasks involved in this role. Again, we avoid jargon when describing the tasks and we keep it simple. 
We tell them about the time commitment for this particular opportunity. This lets them imagine how it might fit into their lives. And you will notice that we do not give them links to CCL community. We do not give them the trainer's email address. We do not tell them to contact someone to learn more about the role. We keep them in the email rather than clicking on links and getting lost in cyberspace. We invite them right here and now to decide to toss their hat into the ring or not. And we send it as a standalone email, not part of a newsletter. And first and last, we send the email to the entire roster. You certainly can ask specific volunteers, active volunteers in your chapter, if they want to fill any particular role. And I hope you do that. But this email that Gene Rytok invented and successfully piloted goes to everyone on your roster. When we have sent it to only active volunteers, the results are dismal. But when we send it to the entire roster of a chapter or a congressional district or a state, we get a good response. In West Virginia, for example, to build the statewide letter to the editor team, we sent a similar email out to the 436 people on the list in West Virginia. We heard back from four interested West Virginia writers. So statewide, congressional district-wide, chapter-wide, send the email to everyone on the roster. Here's the recap. Send to the entire roster. Capitalize on the email structure that avoids lingo, conveys time sensitivity, welcomes first-timers, highlights teamwork and training, briefly lists the top three tasks, indicates time commitment, and encourages people to decide before clicking on anything else. You could craft your own emails to send, or you could access the full list of email templates we've already written for you. One email for every role in your chapter. Here are the links where you will find these emails and the role descriptions I described earlier. And thank you so much. If you have any questions, reach out to me directly. My email is ellie, E-L-L-I, at citizensclimate.org. And if you'd like a deeper dive into engaging your volunteers, filling roles in your chapter, please join us in the onboarding action team. We meet on the third Tuesday of the month. We're skipping December. Third Tuesday of the month at noon Eastern time. Would love to have you join us. Thank you so much. Well, I thought that was really nicely done. That's some really good tips in there. And you know, with our policy agenda, we have a lot more work to do than we've had in the past if we decide to adopt more than one policy and go out and advocate. So having more people in the chapter uh, who are rowing the boat uh, is a good thing. Thank you all for attending. This has just been great and I've enjoyed talking to you. So here's my email address. If anyone has any questions, uh, later on, you can send me an email, and Ellie Sparks's email is also here if you'd like to send her an email to talk about that, um, that role description in the template email. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Citizens Climate Lobby's training program. You can tune into more episodes anywhere podcasts are available. Inspired by what you heard today? Join Citizens Climate Lobby to advocate for bipartisan climate solutions. 
go to community.citizensclimate.org to find more trainings, resources, your local chapter, national action teams, discussion forums, and more. Be sure to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Citizens Climate. We also invite all of our listeners to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more inspiration. Like what you hear? Recommend us to your friends and make sure to give us a five-star rating. It helps us show up on other listeners' feeds. Feel free to pass on any suggestions for future episodes in the comments as well. And together, we are creating the political will for a livable world.